Go ahead and turn in your Bibles to uh, Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19. The title of the message is The Provision of God. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, what are His riches? Well, it could be earthly riches, material things. It could also be the grace and mercy that He supplies to fulfill our spiritual needs. But what I want you to see in this is that it's according to His riches. This is how He supplies all of your need. And before we go any further, let's just uh, thank God for the reading of the Word. Father, we thank You for this Word. And Lord, once again I ask that You just bless this as it goes forth. Anoint the hearts and minds and ears of those that are here to hear it today, that it would be the very thing they need to hear that would uplift and exhort them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now you know, like I said, this is according to His riches. When you give somebody something, it is usually dependent upon what you have. You ain't going to tell somebody, I'm going to give you $200 and you've only got 100 you're only going to be able to supply their need up to the point at which your limit is reached. But what I want to share with you this morning, what I want you to really get in your spirit is that God's riches are unlimited. The resources He has at His disposal cannot be measured. There is no way to measure His worth. You know, we can look at somebody like Bill Gates or... Or uh, Donald Trump, and you know they post these numbers every year to say how much this person is worth and who is the richest man in the world. But you can't put some kind of number like that on the wealth that God has. It is unlimited. So you know you may find yourself in a situation today, and this is for somebody here. I know it is. I've been in this situation before myself. You may find yourself in a situation today that you're depending upon God. Or maybe you haven't come to the point where you can depend upon God. But you're in dire need of something. You're in dire need of somebody to provide for you. What I want you to know, what this Scripture tells us, is that God can supply your every need by His riches in glory. Understand that now. I want you to really dig deep and understand what I'm saying today. It has nothing to do with the limits that man would place on anybody. It has nothing to do what what you can conceive in your mind. It has nothing to do with what you think ought to happen. What it has to do with is the unlimited riches, the unlimited wealth the unlimited things that God has at His disposal. What you need to understand is that there is not some bank account God goes to to pull things from. There isn't something to contain what He has. 
Because He can create it at a moment's notice. He can just make things happen. So when you find yourself in need of something, when you find yourself in a place where you don't know where it's going to come from, you need to depend on God. The One that created all of creation. The One that set everything in motion. The One that keeps things in motion. The One that continues to provide every day. That's who you need to put your trust in. You know, I've said this a couple times over the past few weeks. Don't worry about what doors God's going to open and close. Because you may not even see a door there yet. God can create a way where there is no way. Psalms 145 and verse 3 says, Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. And His greatness is unsearchable. God's riches are unsearchable. Like I just said, you can't put a a limit or quantity on, on what God has in store. God can create provision for you. Now think about that. You know, if I'm going to supply something for my kids, it has to come out of what I have. I can't just make up something out of thin air. You know, I have to go to work. I have to earn money. We have to go to the store and buy groceries. If they come in the kitchen and say, Mama, I'm hungry, and we don't have any groceries in the cabinet. We can't just make up something. But we get stuck in a rut where we still try to put those same limitations on God. It is not that way with God. God can just speak things into existence. He he doesn't even have to lift, lift a finger and things just happen. That's how great God is. When you start to try to put limitations on God based on what you conceive that they are, you're limiting the Creator of the universe. The One that just spoke and there was light. The One that said, let, let just let whatever happen, happen and it did. You're trying to put limits on Him and and by doing that, you're hurting yourself. God doesn't operate under the constraints of this world. His ways are higher than our ways. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 25. Many of y'all have heard this Scripture. You may have even quoted it before. It says, I have been young and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. You may be looking at yourself this morning and say, Now I'm not righteous. But I want you to hear what this Scripture is telling you. It says, it's not only talking about somebody that's righteous, it's talking about his seed. And when you become a child of God, that righteousness that you never had, the righteousness that you couldn't have come up with on your own, is put on your account. Because the Son of God died on the cross and He was made sin for you. He became sin of His own free will to take upon something of Him that was not of Himself. He took that sin of the whole world on Himself and because of that, His righteousness was put on your record. It's like an exchange. You know... You go and give somebody a check for $10 and they give you $10 back. They're two different things. It's two different types of paper. But it's 
It's equivalent. And when you look at that, that sin that Jesus took upon Himself, oh, how great that sin. You're talking about every sin that was ever performed by anybody that was ever alive on this earth and was still to come. He took upon Himself. And at the same time, He returned that righteousness. The righteousness that is equal to the sin that you have. And if it's not equal, it's greater than. Now I want you to hear this. I want you to understand that that righteousness that this Scripture is talking about, if you're a child of God, you already have it. You may be telling yourself today, I'm not worthy. There is nothing. I've done too many bad things. I've done things that you don't even want to hear about or understand. But I want to tell you all today, that don't matter. The righteousness that God gave us covers up all that. The shed blood of Jesus Christ covers up that sin. All you have to do is ask and receive. All you have to do is allow Him to move in your life and that blood will cover it up. It washes away every sin. It washes away every impurity. But we're talking about provision. We're talking about God's provision for your life. We're talking about when you're in a desperate situation. That Scripture tells you that the righteous, the seed of God, the children of God, He's never seen them begging for bread. He's never seen them in need because their supply doesn't come from human places. It doesn't come from worldly things. Ultimately, it comes from God. The Scripture we read before says it's based upon His riches in glory. It's not based upon what my job says. This is what you get paid this week. It has nothing to do with it. Let me tell you, I've seen times in my own life that I've looked around me. My checkbook is just screaming at me telling you, you can't do this because you don't have the money. Everybody is looking at me telling me, you owe too many bills. You, you don't make enough money to pay for this. And then at the very moment where I was about ready to just give up hope, God would supply my need. Now you can say what you want to say about that. You can come up with any kind of excuse you can think of this morning. But I can tell you one thing. When they say they're going to repossess your vehicle on Monday, Tuesday you get the money and call and they say, okay, you're fine now. There's something amazing about that. There's something you ought to be jumping and shouting about. And I'm going to tell you all this morning that it don't matter what man says. It don't matter what kind of constraints He's put on you. When God says He's going to provide a way, He's going to provide a way. It may not meet up to what you expect at the time. But that don't matter to God. When it's time to meet the need, He'll meet it. You may say, how am I righteous? None of this applies to me. But I want to read you some Scriptures. Second Corinthians 5 and 21 says, For He hath made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we, may be, that we might be the, made the righteousness of God in Him. Romans 8 and 16 says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And it goes on to say that we are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. <clears throat> now until now, we've mostly been talking about the material side of things. 
But there's a whole other level of provision that God has for us. This comes through the forgiveness of sins. Guys, I can tell y'all right now, y'all may be thinking, well, he's a preacher and he don't ever do anything bad because he's holy, you know, whatever. I want y'all to know that I've done things in my life that I would be afraid for you to find out that I've done them because of the, the guilt that I would carry from that sin. But I want y'all to know at the same time that I, the reason why I can stand up here before you today and speak this holy word is not because of my own righteousness. It's because of the righteousness that's given to me through the forgiveness of sin that Jesus supplied at the cross. Now you may be saying to yourself today, I'm not worthy to be saved. You may say to yourself today, I'm not worthy to receive any kind of forgiveness from God. I'm not worthy to even pray to God. And you'd be right. You couldn't be any more right in your in your life. But what you need to understand is it don't matter what you've done. It don't matter whether you're worthy or not. Because it's not something you earned. It's not something, there's nothing you could do in this entire world to earn that salvation. But what you need to understand is it's a gift. My children don't earn own their birth, earn, my children don't earn their birthday presents. My children don't earn Christmas presents. But I give it to them freely. I don't expect anything in return. And it's the same way, but more so, with when you look at salvation, when you look at the gift of God, it has nothing to do with what you've done or what you look like or who you are. It has to do with who you are, who you can be through Christ. It has to do with the fact that He loved you so much that He sent His own Son to die for you. We talked about this in Sunday school this morning. Brother Jack, you're going to have to get with me before you teach these lessons because you just step all over them. But it has nothing to do with you. Sometimes that is the hardest thing to get through our thick heads. It don't have anything to do with you. All it has to do with you is you accepting it. It's a gift. It's freely given. There are no strings attached. You can just take it. Say, thank you, God. Now, I know this is for somebody today. I ain't got much else to say about that. Like Forrest Gump said. But there's somebody here today that needed to hear this. There's somebody today that probably feels kind of beat down. But I want to encourage you. I want you to know that it don't have to be that way. I ain't trying to tell you that everything is going to be happy, go lucky when you walk out the door. But I want you to know that happiness is a temporary thing anyway. Happiness has nothing to do with anything except I feel like smiling right now. Joy and peace is where it's at. Joy and peace are everlasting. Let me tell you, when you can, in spite of your trouble, in spite of everything going on around you, no matter how how much in a bad mood you are, but you've still got joy and peace, that's, that's where it's at. It ain't got nothing to do with how, how good I feel today. Let me tell you, I'm not a morning person. 
I don't get up happy, bouncing around, wanting to tell everybody hi and all that. I'm not like that. That's happiness. But my joy is still there. The only person that can steal my joy is is me. I can give it up. I can decide today I'm not going to be joyful. I'm going to get down in the dumps. I'm going to have a pity party. I'm going to feel sorry for myself. I'm going to begin to depend upon myself instead of depending on God. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh. The Lord hath provided. Abraham said that. Abraham called that place where he went to sacrifice his own son. Jehovah Jireh. Because at that point, Abraham, and I'm sure he knew it before then, but Abraham wanted other people to know at my darkest moment, the moment I'm about to sacrifice my own son, God provided. Now, look, I've had some bad things in my life. I've had times that seem terrible, but I ain't ever had to lay my son on an altar and, and attempt to sacrifice him to God. I ain't ever had to go through anything like that. If God will meet that need, He'll meet my petty little needs. Amen. 